There is nothing more passionate I am about than driving that elevated experience. All right, welcome to the Menlo Experience. I'm your host, Brad Sant, with Kyle Bach sitting next to me here. First yeah. episode. First episode. How you feeling? I'm feeling like it's the first episode. Yeah, a yeah. little jittery? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little jittery, but I got a water and, you know, a really fancy headphone, so I'm really excited. Yeah, we're mic'd up. Mic'd up. I think we should uh, we should get on with this. Let's get started. All right. Brad, why a podcast? Why not? Uh, you know, I think we were sitting at Joe's barbecue a couple z-mans we had some z-mans right. extra crispy fries that's right that's important you gotta go extra crispy extra crispy sure, sure so we're sitting there talking and i'm like you know we have all these conversations behind closed doors nobody ever nobody hears them right right and uh lots of good stuff going on making jokes uh maybe a little business talk right so we do squeeze in some business talk in there uh, a little bit a couple a bit. times uh, yeah it's mostly uh mostly jokes but yeah. anyway yeah so we got to get that information out to our teams, right? And uh, we're talking a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of leadership stuff, a lot of angles on things. And at the end of the day, it just comes out as a final directive or a final conversation piece, right? So nobody hears the context on that. So how do we get that? How do we get that yeah. out to our team, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's number one. Number yep. two, let's get some other people on here. Let's get some people that know what's going on because clearly we don't. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so we'll bring in some thought leaders. Bring in some people that. Uh, maybe have different ideas and, and can always grow from, yeah. from that. So, yeah, I love it. When we were sitting there, I remember, I remember throwing out, I, I can't remember if it was you or me that threw out the idea, but we started talking and it was like a pod. I, th I think I maybe mentioned a podcast yeah. and then you were like, Oh, I've been thinking about a yeah. podcast yeah. for a long time. And I think that being able to get people from the company in and be able to understand where we're coming from, understand more of the passion and drive. I think as they see that, you know, from you, sometimes it's easy to see all the directives or KPIs and things like that. And, and think that that's just, you know, not quite understanding the why and the drive behind it. And so I'm, I'm excited to just let people in. I've, I've only been with the company for four weeks, but you and I have been spending time together for over two months now. Right. And as a part of those conversations, you know, I, I, I think I'm really special because I get to be in on getting into your brain a little bit more than most people get to. You've been and here so, four weeks and you think you're really weeks. special? Because I'm getting into your brain. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah I, some people have called me special before, uh, you know, so it's it's okay. It's but, good ways and bad ways yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I choose to always view it the good way. Fair. So, okay. you know, but we'll it's, go with that. yeah, so I think we're, I'm excited that everybody gets to, you know, kind of hear your thoughts and understand more of where you're coming from. So, yeah. And uh, you as well. I mean, I think I'm just a big vision, crazy guy, right? And yeah. somebody's got to make it work. And yeah. yeah. That's your damn problem. That's now, right. So. That's right. Yeah. And here's your problem. Yeah. No, it's, but it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a good one, two punch. And, and I think that, you know, our conversations have always kind of been that way, that it's been more collaborative and more, uh, you know, so excited to kind of bring people in on that. And, yep. you know, and I think that some of the things we've talked about, and one of the things we want to, you know, talk more about is, you know, just the mentality and the culture that we're talking about. But one of the things, current trend that happened that you and I have probably spent hours talking about over the last couple of weeks is this quarterback series by mm -hmm. Netflix, right? Yep. And and so as you were watching the quarterback series, first of all, I plowed through it like in, I think, three days with my wife. And I think you took like three weeks. Yeah. You know, pace yourself. Right? Yeah. 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 No, I don't, I don't, I binge, I don't pace. Okay. And so, so we, we plowed through this, but what stood out to you as you're watching that series? Well, you just look at the mindset of a high performer, right? Yeah. I mean, people that give it their all and at the highest level of pain, yeah. they push for more, right? You know, and so you take a championship mindset and at the end of the day, they say it's all mental, right? Yeah. But 
they focus that on a goal yep. and an achievement and they're after it. Right. So, yeah. you know, the interesting thing about quarterback two is you've got three very different quarterbacks. Yeah. All bringing personality to the game. Right. Yes. And, um, Oh, poor Kirk Cousins. Uh, I mean, he just, he's moaning on the field. Oh, All of those times where he gets up. I, I make those sounds when I get up, too. Oh, but right. I think he has more of a reason to make yeah. those sounds yeah. after he's been tackled. But, yeah, I Couple. make those when I get out of bed. So Yeah, bruised ribs, hopefully yeah. not, not yeah. coming out of bed with yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah. but you got Kirk, and then you got Marcus, and then you've got Pat Mahomes, which obviously we're in Kansas City. We love Pat. Yeah. Patrick, uh, number one competitor that I've ever seen. You yeah. know, and... He ramps his team up. He pushes right. harder. He sets the example. And, and I think that's such a huge thing if you look at a leader and being able to push the message out, set the example, yeah. and drive that passion into the game. Yeah. He he leads. It was interesting just seeing the level of leadership. And I, I would say Kirk Cousins and Patrick definitely were the two strongest leaders out of the two, for sure. And you, But you just saw a different level of intensity out of Patrick. Uh, you know, Kirk fo- focused. I love that, that, you know, he had all these extra trainers and everything like that. But he had all these, you know, he had these people that came over to his house that were trying to squeeze a half a percent more out of him. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that line? Oh, yeah. Where, where he was like, that's the incremental, like, improvement he's constantly going after, which I love that about him. But there was a different level of intensity that he kind of, it seemed like he was, like, raining back on. Like, he was holding back yep. from this intensity. I know you and I have talked about that, like, even with you. And I've, I've been trying to encourage you to not, not hold back on that because I, I love watching Pat. Like, they're... I just don't know that there's anybody in the game that is as intense as he is. And this morning I was reading an article on uh, he was defending Kelsey, who was throwing some punches this last week, you know, and uh, a training practice. But but he defended him this morning. He was like, look, we're just all so competitive that, you know, punches fly. But we get in the locker room and we're all just, you know, jabbing each other. And like, it's just, you know, we're we're on the same team. But like, but there's such a level of, you know, urgency and commitment and championship. Like, we're going for this thing. We they don't want to just hit the playoffs. We don't want AFC championships. Who cares about those? Like we want Super Bowls. Right. And and I just know. I mean, it takes a leader like Pat, you know, like to just drive that. And I think that that's the same level as we talk about our the company as we talk about Menlo. How do we take that same championship culture and that same mindset, that same passion, sacrifice? You know, passion is you know willing to sacrifice and suffer right for something. And, and take that same purpose, right? That Super Bowl is us helping our clients and our customers win, right? And our customers are, are teachers and they're, you know, schools. And we get to help people be better educators as a result of our, our mission and purpose when we're successful. And we want to take that same urgency and that same championship culture towards that. Yeah, look at, and I think look at the Chiefs. You've yeah. heard me say this a lot, but what does it feel like, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, feeling that emotion, you yeah. walk into that locker room, it's going to feel a lot different than yeah. the Falcons or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. the championship, what the expectations are when you walk in. Mm-hmm. And we want Menlo to be exactly that. You know, you just hit the door and you know this is different, yeah. right? Yeah. And that passion comes out and it's a push. Sometimes you throw a few punches, you know, Yeah. but <laughs> we'll see how good your boxing skills are too. You get out of the way, <laughs> that's right? That's right. That's you know, right. see how much you can dodge. A that's right. Agility I'm waiting. Drill right Jason's there, so. gonna come in and punch me after he watches this the first time. I just feel <laughs> that's it. fair. That's so right. It's okay. Get your. You pro- I probably deserved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, just start training. That's right. right. That's I mean, right. You I'm put, ready. Put the work in. So I've, I've been doing my push-ups. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. But you're exactly right. I mean, I think you look at our customer base. We have the chance to impact so many futures in the world, right? Yeah. All the students that are growing up and all that sort of thing. And so yeah, we've talked about this before, but. We have the opportunity to be heroes, yeah, right? Yeah. Anytime we interact with a customer, anytime when they call us, something's not working, yeah. it's a negative experience, and we can be the hero. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Everything that we need to be doing on a daily basis is driving to that. Yeah. And you know what word I'm obsessed with right now, right? Yeah. Elevated. Elevated. That's your word. What's it mean? Elevated experience. Elevated equals Menlo. That's right. That's why this is the Menlo experience. So what does elevated mean to you? Elevated is above and beyond. It is uh, elite. It is next level. It is going the extra mile. It is... It's, it is going above our contract, above the minimum. It's elevated. It touches every aspect. So even in the office, it's trash on the floor. It's picking that up. It's attention to detail. It's uh, noticing. It's heads up play, noticing when something is off and we, you know, we aren't hitting that level of service that we need to provide. Um, providing that elevated experience is it's next level. It's, it's what we need to be providing for, for all of our teachers and students and staff. What's Elevated mean to you? Well, here's the thing I love about Elevated, and it doesn't matter where you're at, whatever you've experienced in life. Once you hit a point, Elevated is the next point, right? And so you never stop pushing. You never stop on your rest on your laurels. Yeah. And we said this the other day, but the only thing that is impossible is the thing that hasn't been done yet, right? Yeah. But pretty much anything as you look through history, was thought to be impossible at one point. So yeah. elevated is that drive, that passion, that push to get the be the best and then keep going. So even if we are at the top of our game, you think Pat Mahomes is sitting around? He just won the Super Bowl. No, he's back out there, off-season camps, yeah. pushing, pushing, pushing. Yeah. Elevated should always be delivering that best experience. And really, you know me, I'm emphatic about it right now. Yeah. And there is nothing more passionate I am about than driving that elevated experience. I love the, I love the question of that. Is this an elevated experience? You know, as, as we're, we've started saying that around the office a lot and, and really approaching each situation or each issue. Right. I love the, I love the quote about the week be a hero. I know you, when we were talking about that this week, you, you mentioned the, the EDM song. You want to bust that out for us? Listen, for I, you sing a lot we better. Be heroes, right. Like that yeah, one. Yeah. I mean, I love that song. We're going to get you a mic. Yeah. Another mic. You Another know, mic. So, yeah. Okay. Perfect. The office, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, you know, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be over the loudspeakers in the bathrooms, right? Maybe we'll I'm leave like, it to Alessa and, yeah. and we'll just okay, okay. We'll use the, cue the reference track. Right. But, cue uh, the track. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, our producer are going to do that for us. That's exactly right. But yes, I mean, we can be heroes. And, and I love the question of, is this an elevated experience? Yeah. Because most of the time you ask somebody, they'll stop and think. And their thought is, we could have done better. Or yeah. we could do it better. Or yeah. we could do this. Yeah. And I think that mental frame coming out of that way yeah. is how you drive the very best. Yeah. I, it changes It changes the culture. Because it, it's not just asking, you know, could we have done better? It's, is this an elevated experience for our customer, for our employees, right? Even just around the office and as we interact with teams, as we, even as leaders, as we, you know, help managers grow, as we help our teams grow, as we help individuals grow, is it an elevated experience at the company? Um, you know, the, where we're filming this, right? Is, it, is this an elevated place, right? Is this an elevated experience? I think that uh, making sure that that's a constant question that's being asked, um, am I providing an elevated experience for everybody I interact with? Um, even my family, right? Am I providing an elevated experience for my kids? I mean, it touches every, every aspect of life. Yep. I, you know, I think you hit the nail right there is we can ask everybody in the office or, or people we interact with, you know, was this an elevated experience? But where I've catching myself is asking, did I just provide an elevated right. experience? Right. And it's a, it's an interesting piece of accountability to yourself yeah. as yeah. you start to ask that. And, uh, you know, I think it's part of what motivated this podcast, right? I mean, I, in our conversations, you were you were talking about how I, you know we didn't think we were doing a great job of communication, right? Yep. 
didn't feel like we were doing a great job at, you know, we were setting KPIs, we're setting quarterly goals, things like that. And we were communicating those things, but it was more dry. It was more, you know, here's what, here's what our company goal is, you know, and not that those things are necessarily bad, but you know, what's the why, what's the purpose, what's the story. We've talked a lot about that, you know, behind closed doors and, and, and I think that making sure that we do a better job of, provi- you know, from from us, right, Provide, right. making sure that we are providing that elevated experience as well and making sure that our company, uh, it starts with us. And, and it's got to be fun too, right? I mean, of course sit, it's fun. Who wants to sit in a meeting room and learn about KPIs, really? Like, yeah, yeah. We, we, we got to not do that every day. But, right, uh, right, right. We're getting nerds. We did nerds. this morning. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, let's have fun with it. Talk about where things are coming from and... And really push to see how big we can get. And right. I think, you know, that's some of this 10x thinking and all that sort of stuff is a part of that. But yeah. you got to think big. It's all about your mental capacity. I told yeah. you I was, I was yeah. run, running on the treadmill this morning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 5.30, get up, yep. go do that. And yep. uh, for the, our audience. You're going to share your goal well, with the audience not yet. We've got a little oh, fitness goals. we got a little fitness goal. We've got goal some goals we're holding we're each working, other to. Yeah, all we're right. working on it. But all right. Needless not to committed say, we're yet, on the mission. You, uh, we're committed. committed. We're committed. So uh, the push is five thirty in the morning. You're tired. You got to keep going, right? Yeah. And you got to get out of bed when you don't want to, right? Yep. I mean, that is part of yep. leadership and improvement is getting out of the getting out of the bed, yep. right? Showing up. Yep. And uh, I told you this morning I was running on a treadmill and I thought I couldn't do anymore yeah. and got in the mental headspace and just zoned out everywhere else. And you can crank stuff out, right? If oh, yeah. you believe it and you're focused on things, you can make things move. And so yeah. that's what we got to do day in and day out. You know, yeah. that's what we need everybody to do. And you can't just be the leaders in an organization. It can't just be a few people. We all have to be there. We were talking right. about extreme ownership the other day. Yeah. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? I know yeah. that's a goal. It's a, it's my big rock for the quarter. So we had our leaders, quarterly leadership meeting and we came out with one rock. And, uh, and that one rock was assigned to me. And the whole title of The Rock is Extreme Ownership. So the first meeting we had with a bunch of our managers was talking along the topic of extreme ownership. The, the title is a title of a book also uh, by Jocko. He's a Navy SEAL guy. And, uh, and so, but the concept of extreme ownership is, uh, you know, you, you own it, every aspect of it. Uh, it rises and falls on the leaders. And as a leader, making sure that I'm, I'm taking control of every aspect of ownership of this situation of, of everything around me. There's no excuses, right? Uh, you know, only, only progress. Right. And, you know, so, so it's really, you know, talking about that level of commitment, that level of ownership. And if you had extreme ownership, what would that look like in this situation? And we did a assessment of the managers. They each assessed themselves, uh, and sent me a text afterwards. I won't reveal numbers or anything like that, but we, it was, it was good. Just, you know, if you had to, assess yourself right now. I think that's a, a healthy thing for everybody to do. What level of ownership am I operating at? Like am I operating as a, as a level 10 owner, extreme owner in this situation, you know, or am I kind of phoning it in, yeah. uh, you know, and am I doing the bare minimum and you know, the bare minimum gets you by, uh, you know, you might maintain a job and things like that. But, um, what if we all operated with extreme ownership? And, and what would that look like? What would it look like in every aspect of your life? But at, at work, what would that look like? And if we attacked tickets, right, you know, there, there would be no tickets sitting open, you know, 30 days, right? Like if someone had extreme ownership of that, of that situation, it would just drive them bonkers to have that situation, right? Like it would drive them nuts. And, uh, and I think you and I kind of feel that. I know there's others at the company that feel that also, but it's like, it, it kind of like is this rage that like comes up inside of you that's like, Oh, ah, yeah. like 
own this thing. Right. Like, eats at your insides, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. if it doesn't, like, then then you're not operating out of that level right. of extreme ownership, right. right? Right. And and so yeah. So what's it mean to you when you think of extreme ownership? What's what's that look like in your life? I mean, you hit it. No excuses, right? I mean, check yeah. your excuses at the door. Yeah. There's there's uh, always a hundred things you could blame yeah. something on, right? Yeah. But extreme ownership is if there was nobody else. To here to solve this. And I was the only person left. What's this going to look like, right? Yeah. It's my do or die moment, right? Yeah. And extreme ownership is you're going to take that to the next level. Obviously, elevated is what we're talking about. But yeah. you're not only just going to barely get it done, you're going to take complete ownership of that yeah. and drive it through the finish line. Yeah, know? I think a lot so, of times people have like this concept of like, well, that's not my job, right? Like, well, this does this falls outside of right. my job. Like, I, I haven't seen on a job description picking up trash in the bathroom. You know, like, I don't think it's on anybody's job description. You know, like... But, you know, I love the quote that you said the other day that was, uh, it was in somebody's office. So you could, Ain't nothing, not my job. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Ain't nothing, not my job. Like, and if we all approached every day with that mentality, you know, that we wouldn't, we would never have a situation where it's like, this isn't my responsibility. Um, it's the team. Like we operating as a team, right? I love in the book, Extreme Ownership, he, he talks a lot about the SEAL teams, right? And he talks a lot about them operating as a team and working together as a team. And, and I, I don't know that extreme ownership as an individual, you know, there's probably different things going on there, but as a team, if we all operate with extreme ownership as a team, man, the sky's the limit. Yep. Um, and you know, I, I had somebody ask me where I think the company could be in 10 years with, and with extreme ownership, with an elevated experience across the board, man, you know, I, I think I told you, I said the B word, but, but we could be a huge company, right? We could be tens of, we could be hundreds of thousands of students that we're serving across right. the country, right? Uh, tens of thousands of schools. Yep. Um, as we look at, you know, the industry, and that's only K twelve, right? That's that's not if we expand beyond that. And and when I think about that, and I think about the need, and I think about you know serving students at a higher level and schools at a higher level, uh, man, opportunity is just massive, right? It oh, it is. And yeah. you know, and it. Uh, yeah, so it's it's just huge. So yeah, I think what drives me, it's not even about the opportunity. It's yeah. about being the best at what we do, yeah. day in and day out. Yeah. And the the company grows itself in yeah. some ways, and yeah. when that happens. But yeah, you know, I think I think the ownership thing. We talked about this the other day in a meeting, but you know, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? Yeah. And so when it feels really heavy and people are performing individually, it's daunting, right? Yeah. And taking ownership. But when everybody on the team is taking ownership for things, yeah. it's a lighter load for everyone. Things yeah. aren't falling through the cracks and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So it's not Which a, makes it a more fun place right? to work, oh, right? Yeah. right? Right, right. Like who, who wants to work at a place that things are all falling through the cracks all the time? That's right. Right? Nobody wants to do that. No. And, no. but if you have a place where you're constantly collaborative, working together, there's high energy, we're an elevated experience, you know, I mean, I view this like we're, we're recruiting the guys in the room right now. Right. right. Like, you know, cause you know, that's, that's what I believe in and where they we're don't, headed. They don't know it, but they don't know yeah, yet, but it's, yeah. it'll, it's coming. We're don't good worry. At that kind yeah. Of it's happening. Yeah, psychology. But, uh, really what does this look like? I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but can a culture go from maybe mild performance to really strong performance exactly the way it's always been? Yeah. No, I, yeah. Can a culture go there? Of course. Uh, you know, it's, but it starts with each individual, right? It starts with, uh, starts with me. And, you know, and I, I think that if, if we don't have that mentality that it starts right here and it starts with my daily decisions, mm -hmm. um, where am I falling short? Where am I not providing that elevated experience? Where am I not operating out of the extreme ownership, that urgency? Um, you know, how am I falling short as a leader? And, and if we constantly take that daily assessment and, and look, we're not going to be perfect. Right. Uh, and as a culture, we're not going to be perfect. And as individuals, we're not going to be perfect. 
you know, you might be perfect, but are, are you perfect, Brad? No, my wife okay. tells me all the time. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. My wife definitely confirms yeah. that as yeah. well for we me. Know. So it's uh, it's one of those things. But uh, she's perfect, though. Yeah. I just want to clarify that Facts. right now. Yes. Uh, Facts. Love you, Tracy. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, shout out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quick shout out. Um, she'll probably never watch this. It's okay. It's um, but yeah, so, I mean, I think that it starts with us. It starts with me. Right. And, and if we, if we can take that element, I, I've seen culture shift fast. Yep. Um, I was listening to a podcast this morning on momentum and, and when you, you know, coming back full circle to the sports, right. When momentum shifts in a game, it's, it's usually a quick like event, right? It it's is. usually one play. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, Tony had a couple of those plays, you know, like this last season at the very end and, and, but it's usually one quick move and, and the whole game changes around, uh, you know, and, the, and then it's like, well, the momentum's on this team's side now. Right. And, and if we can get the momentum on our side, if we, if we have this opportunity to flip the script, right. And, and then the game changes yep. and, and it can change that fast. And, and so I, I think that it's, yeah, I mean, I think that I've, I've seen that in a couple, uh, the first nonprofit I was working for, we saw, we, we joined and there were, uh, 30 to 40 employees when I left, uh, you know, there were 400 in three countries and, you know, the last company I was at six X in two and a, in two years, yep. uh, you know, I, the momentum when it shifts, it can shift fast and things can change, you know, quickly. And, and it, and opportunities open up, right. Yep. And, and opportunities to impact people across, you know, the country and the world. So, but like we talked about, when you're going to do that, things are going to break, right? Things and break. That doesn't mean we're failing. That yes. doesn't mean that the right. ship is off course, right. but things are going to break, right? Yeah. We're going to have problems to solve. We're yeah. going to have people that are going to have to step up yep. and, and learn new things yeah. to, to overcome challenges. Right. Yeah. So we, we're not going to avoid that. We're going to embrace that and go run ahead first we're running into straight it. into right. it. Yeah. So freight train. Yeah. right in through the yeah. wall right i so. mean we're we're going yep. you know I, I think i've sent the let's go you know the the guy from ted lasso the let's go oh yeah yes, yes. i think i've sent right. that to you like five times Double over the time. last week yes. but but it's you know i think that that's kind of that's where we are right yep. like that's where you know and if we have that mentality yeah things are going to break uh you know at every level i love the book scaling up um and but Vern harnish talks about like there's different levels in business and when you hit to this level where you're kind of, you know, stable, but, you know, not necessarily scaling, there's new systems, new opportunities, new things are breaking every time, like new problems, new challenges. And every time you go to that next level, there's new opportunities, new challenges, new systems, uh, new opportunities, right, for the, the team, like to step up into new right. leadership opportunities, right. like you mentioned. But like we talked about the other day, and, I, and I'm all over this as well, is mediocrity is the devil. Yes. Right? That yes. leads to complacency and yes. not pushing. And so the biggest fear i have is saying it's good enough and people yeah not wanting to make the move and you know me yeah i'm i'm gassed down that is not acceptable yeah. we're going to push through that yeah. so good enough is the worst that's right so all of all of our people need to be yeah comfortable being uncomfortable as they say right yeah yeah the only consistent is change that's right so right? and nothing changes if nothing changes we talked about that a lot as well nothing so. changes if nothing changes so yes we go. totally agree with that so, so our our goals where are we headed well, uh, obviously, uh, we've got a quarter rock that we're trying to hit, yep. but, but you know, if you're rock. looking four years out, we've got a goal to be uh, 50 million, right? 250 yeah. customers, yep. managed service customers. We're about a little over a hundred now. So yeah, really two and a half times that size, but you and I know that's, that's what we got on paper, right? Yeah. So I might, I might've called you out the other day. What did I say to you? Oh, do you I remember? Well, uh, no, I mean, I asked you if you were hedging several numbers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I asked you if you were hedging because I said, bit. you know, look, I'm, I'm coming in, I'm new, I'm fresh. Yep. 
uh, four weeks in here, but I know you, uh, and you described yourself as you like to go at Mach 3. That's right. And uh, and so I think that makes you Maverick. I'm not sure. He was going Mach 8 or 9 in that movie. Uh, no. Yeah, maybe they pushed for Mach 10, I think. Maybe. That's when he exploded uh, That the was plane. the second movie. I, I don't recommend exploding I'm planes. a little older than you, so I saw you the You haven't watched the second one, so... movie? No, I've watched it. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying making the, sure. You know, he's not happy unless he's going Mach 3 in the yeah. first movie. So okay. All right, that's perfect. what 30 years of oh, innovation okay, will do okay. for you. you that's know? right. So, 10 now. Right. 10 now. Okay. Well, we'll go with Mach 3. That's right. You like going at Mach 3. And our company's goals, you know, I think I just told you, like, Look, the foundation's here. The technology's here. The I think we've got a solid team underneath us. Yep. And why only growing two and a half times? You know, I worry about scaring people sometimes, right? Yeah. You know, we got to get this message yeah. out that we can do it yeah. first, you know, because yeah. then we're going to really dial this baby up and, yeah. and we're going to hit that Mach 10, right? Yeah. yeah. But some of this, we, we, uh, we're working out to the team, but we yeah. got, we've got big goals. Let's yeah. just say it that I way, think so. that's fair. And I think it's okay for, you know, for people to, to hear big goals like that and think, Man, that that seems lofty. Um, I love the phrase "big, hairy, audacious goal." Yep. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah, B-hag, B-hag, right? Yep, hag. And I, but I love I love the idea of, yeah, we're we're aiming for a lofty goal, and it's it's not just a dollar amount. We're aiming for you know tens of thousands of schools, hundreds of thousands of students and teachers right. that we're serving, right? right? And 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 really, the need is there, right? We we were talking about the school districts that have had cybersecurity and ransomware attacks, yep. right? And, you know, well, how is a school district in a remote place supposed to be providing cybersecurity at, at the level they need to be providing it at? It's nearly impossible. At the resources they have. It's yep. nearly impossible. Yep. You know, so we can come in and provide, you know, we, we have an entire, you know, position in person that's only dedicated on cybersecurity, right? right. Like that is that level of dedication that we're able to have as a, a managed service provider specifically for schools is, is just next level. So, uh, you know, so I love the vision of that. And I... I love the idea of putting a, a bigger vision in front of sure. people only only because I think that uh, it, there's so much more that's possible. And when people see that big vision, when people know, you know, this is what we're aiming for. And it's, you know, look, we're we're aiming for the moon. Um, and I, I love companies like SpaceX and yep. things like that that are like, you know, they're they're aiming for lofty things. Right. And I, I think there's something about it that people want to be a part of those lofty things. And uh, and so. So yeah, so I think the the number on paper is one thing, but I think the uh, where we're headed and where we're going to be is we should be able totally to double, different. Double that in the same time period. Let's, totally let's be agree. honest. Yeah. Totally agree. So, but I, I think I told the the leadership the other day that if we don't hit it in two years, uh, I'll consider us a failure. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, because it's only our it, it will be our faults around the room. I mean, we own it. Right? Yeah. Extreme yeah. ownership to yeah. get there, but yeah. uh, mine yeah. included, right? Yeah. Mine, mine first of all. Right. Like, and so yeah. Well, I think being in sync, having this message out, this this is the key of this podcast, right? Is yep. We want everybody on the same page of what we're after. Yep. We're all going different directions. There's no way we can achieve this big, yep. really big goal. Yep. So being on the same page, working together, extreme ownership, those are the things that fundamentally drive yeah. the change in the growth of things that you didn't think were possible. Right. And it all starts upstairs. And when I say upstairs, I'm obviously talking mental. Yeah. It starts preparation. Yeah. It starts working hard. We we're talking about training camp the other yeah. day. Yeah. And they're not just showing up to play their first game, right? <laughs> yeah. They're out there not sweating. practicing in their backyard right. and they're just showing up on right. Sunday for the first game. Everybody's not practicing at their own yeah. backyard field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though, do you see Pat Mahomes' new house? Oh my gosh. What I mean, an amazing field yeah. in the back of his house. Do you see the basketball goal oh, he's got inside, in his house too? Yeah, oh my crazy. goodness. Pat, I want to come. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll, that's yeah. if he's going to watch this. That's, I just, you know, like, I, Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Maybe, All right, maybe, maybe we'll have the show over there sometime oh, soon. Yeah. On the field. Yeah. Now we're there talking. We go. Right, I'm back. Yes. But, uh, yeah. It's all about preparation, right? So 
all of the things that we want to do aren't made on game day. It's not made the day we show up. We've got to be working harder, getting better, yeah. learning new skills all along. Yeah. We bring this extreme ownership. Yeah. We're unstoppable. Yeah. We'll have an elevated experience. And that is the Menlo experience. That's the Menlo experience. Thanks for coming, everyone. All right. Thanks.